What? Sorry. Nerds, you got that shit? No, I don't have that shit. <laughs> you want me to cush today? No cush. No cush. <laughs> no, I mean, no, uh, no, I did my thought spot. I did my thought spot thing last night. I posted pictures later. Your like, thought spot. Thigh, thigh spot. You remember thigh spot that y'all told me to go oh. to? I made my own. Oh, yeah. I made, I made my own. And I didn't believe that it was a such thing. I didn't believe the shortage of uh, hot wings. And when I went to the store, it was none. And I thought that was strange. I was like, how the fuck? But yeah, so it's a shortage of hot wings and they ain't in nobody's store. They ain't just hot nerdy. I've been looking for some wings for the longest. And <laughs> if you find them, you're going to pay a hell. I paid $14 for a family pack of wings. The I'm whole a- wings or the party wings? The whole wings. I, you can't even find the party. I like the whole. No, the whole wings you can barely find in the party. There I- is a shortage. Yeah, I don't see none of the party wings. I did see a bunch of holes uh, yesterday. Not holes, but whole wings. <laughs> <laughs> make not, it plain. not make it plain. Not thigh stop, but yeah. thigh stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did my own yeah, thing. I, I did my mm-hmm. own. I did my own thing. I, I did my own thing. I fried them up and did four different flavors: garlic parmesan, uh, some Commando mm-hmm. Wicked Wings sauce. Uh, I did a maple bourbon cognac uh sauce that i tossed them in and then i did just you know little cajun oh so what what did you think about them what you think about the thigh versus the wing is it still as good juicy well it's easier to make them into a sandwich (laughs) than Uh pulling all that meat you did the boneless i sure did do the boneless because that's (laughs) all that they had (laughs) and so (laughs) time time was of the essence i had a full day yesterday so i I was running, and if you know we, y'all know y'all know the area. So if you run from Garland to Arlington to Louisville, back to you know my place of residence, it it was a day. So all over the place yesterday. So uh, they was like, mm-hmm. we, they was like, "What we eating tonight?" And I'm like, you know what, y'all gonna cook tonight, but uh, I'll supervise. So came so you out. make the kids cook. Not really. I mean, I made them prep. <laughs> I made I made them prep, season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, prep season, drop in the oil, pick up out the oil, and then put them in the oven. Isn't warm. that pretty much cooking? Uh, right. That's sure. pretty much cooking. Is it? Yeah, it's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, I sat there and supervised. Yeah, had, had me a nice little old drink, my unsweet tea. <laughs> My super sweet lemonade to balance out the two, and then I poured a little uh, yak in it. A little bit sweet lemonade. Unsweet, super sweet, and yak. Yeah, yeah. You need the unsweet. You need the unsweet zero sugar tea. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. you get that super sweet tea. I mean, that super sweet lemonade from Masons. And then you just Mm -hmm. mix those two together, and then they kind of balance out that. Cause they eliminate for some odd reason tastes like that Kool Aid from the mm-hmm. auntie's house, mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay. oh lord, I'm, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. sugar is what it's called, just sugar yes, water. Yeah, sir. Yeah. like sir. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the verdict from the kids on the thighs versus the wings y'all usually have? Because you know, kids don't tell the truth. Yeah, well, 
it was only uh we did a total of sixteen thighs and this morning when I went in there there was only four left. So three left? Four. Just four. Four. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That was good for now. They up by now or they about to get up, so they're gonna go in there and eat those for their breakfast. Now they eating so more. if you thought you want some, you might want to go get you one. No, no. You have boys. I I well they got it. They can have it. <laughs> I pulled their waffles out. Five sandwiches for breakfast. There you go. I pull. I pulled their waffles out, and they can have chicken and waffles. Yeah. Why you making waffles and scratch? Uh, cause ego waffles <laughs> got different flavors. Make them baby some waffles from scratch. No, I think I, I what I smell apple cinnamon in there. What was it? Apple cinnamon, uh, chocolate chip. In blueberry, yeah, that's what they eat. They good. They sixteen ten. They got it. They they know what to do. So well, at least somebody having some good breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what I had a mac griddle, egg and sausage. Mm. Yo, that's team coffee. Team coffee today. Just coffee. <laughs> Just coffee today. Yo, let well, me... I had a very strong cup of coffee. Lisa, let me ask you this. How you eat the egg from the fast food restaurants? I didn't. I pulled it off. Okay. <laughs> but since it was brought for me, you know, you have to. Um, you just take what you get when it's brought to you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. No egg. I can't do that. I can't do that breakfast egg from any fast food restaurant. Just disgusting. It's just like buying the ones at the store. That's just so nerdy. If you get the Jimmy Dean sandwiches thingy. I don't eat them on the Jimmy Dean sandwich. <laughs> I need to crack the egg myself. <laughs> oh, so you need your egg to be cracked and freshly cooked. Yeah. Well, you do know that some of them are not. Most places use those eggs in they're in the milk carton, right? Yeah, that's why I don't eat the eggs. But they're real eggs, nerdy. They fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's your fault. You missing out. Yeah. What about the ones with the burritos, like the eggs that be inside the burritos? And stuff? Listen, I they know. be from that court, Issa. Look, look, I know chick. I know chick. I know Chick Fil A. When I go up there, I know they look at me stupid because I order the chicken burrito with bacon, chicken, no egg, all the time. So you just want a tortilla <laughs> with bacon and chicken in it? Yes. Thank you. Please. Now, do you want some salsa? No. For what? To dip your tortilla uh, in meeting. Because <laughs> that's all you get. You right. don't have no cheese? No cheese, Marty? No. No, I'm doing this. I'm doing this whole thing where I'm staying away from cheese and I'm doing so good. Staying away from just cheese or all dairy? No, just cheese. Just, uh, I don't like, I, when I looked at my diet, I don't really do, uh, I don't really do dairy that much outside of ice cream and ch- cheese was my cheese was my big thing because y'all know how much I love nachos. So cheese is my big thing. So I've stayed away from cheese. Like I've been doing good. I think it's just okay. something just something I feel like I I'm trying well I yeah, I'm trying to do and I I'm succeeding. Sing no cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh we're gonna start this podcast. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. Oh, I thought we were starting. Okay. We can do it. Here we go. 
Huh? Welcome back to O. It's that podcast. I am Nerdy G. I'm Lisa. I'm Issa. And this is the show. Welcome to it. Let's get to our topics that we have today. You want to start? Where y'all want to start at? Well, since we were just talking about team no cheese, <laughs> uh, what about when you got to give up that cheese? As Dr. Dre is now having to do. Uh, I saw that. A month. A month. 300K a Ooh. month. Ouch. Ouch. Because he wasn't trying to, he, at first, he wasn't <laughs> trying to give her nothing at first, right? Yeah, that's what I think was going on at first. And now it's like, nah, they done went to court. You got to pay it up. Jesus. 300K? For what? What does she do? Does she have her own job? Is she is she a career woman? What does she do? <laughs> well, whatever it so may be, she has to give it up. Sure. It's just, it's just. No. <clears throat> she uh, got to maintain that lifestyle, what lifestyle that he has made her accustomed to. I don't agree. So do you think they calculate up that? Like, do you think they calculate up that she is used to spending 300K a month? And that's mm-hmm. what she needs to have to continue her lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And for the children and anybody else that she threw up in there. Because uh, he makes that way. If he probably just gave her 50 cents when they first started going through all this, she might wouldn't have, you know, been so bad. But wasn't she there from start when he started up? Uh, when, from when he had nothing? No, she wasn't there at the beginning. He had. She wasn't there? No, she wasn't there from the beginning. You know, he, he dated Chris, uh, uh, Michelle A. He dated Michelle A. And he went through a couple of chicks and then. Well, they all go through a couple, whether right. it doesn't mean that there, there was, wasn't nobody there yeah, supporting was, him. So when he married to her for like 20 years or something? Yeah. So he, so remember he did, remember he was part of NWA and then he didn't get with this chick mm-hmm. until almost post, uh, death row. Or it was around it was okay, so the she, way the way it played okay. out, it was the way that it played out, it was during the death row time, but it was uh kinda toward the end of the death row years or death row era that he was in. Because he was uh he was dating Michelle A during the death row time. Okay, so she still been there for a while. But he already had money though. He was already established. He was already Dr. Drake, Mr. Chronic, Mr. Murder was the case that they gave me. Yeah, well, but he also made her like prenup, right? Mm, his fault. <clears throat> I would have. And he made her. You know, now he was first trying to get with her. You know how guys do, as well as women. We work hard to impress and share, and we also in love this and that. She became accustomed to a lifestyle. But that don't mean don't I gotta know keep how, how old children is. Well, when you're twenty plus years, yeah. The court say, and your attorney can say you do. He should have just gave her what she wanted from the jump, and he probably could have got off a little bit cheaper. But then, too, she could have been one to say she wanted everything. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I don't get my money and sit down very quietly and live accordingly to that budget. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the courts doing that. I don't, not, not one so bit. That just don't make sense. Like, just because. I'm successful in my right. I never did tell you don't go out and get your own. Go out and get your own. If anything, the fact that I'm financially stable gives you 
the opportunity for you to go, you know, explore your dream or chase your dream. And you can put all your you can put all your time time to that. Now, if you don't succeed, then within those, if you don't succeed in your dream within twenty years, I mean, maybe you just should do something that's a little different. You know, I don't know, desk job, corporate America. Go do something that you know that you good. She might have had a job, nerdy. She might have job. She probably have a little. You know, most of them do take their little money and try to start their own little business. Maybe. Yeah. She got what I'm going on. But they don't have no smile. May not be doing so well right now that she needs his money to kind of help her to bounce back from the COVID. Bounce back from what? She had twenty. Years. <laughs> she, she she had twenty. She had twenty it years to put good. something. She had twenty years to put something to the side. She probably did, but she need a little more because she don't bought this house. Well, for what? She wants the house and she wants him to get out. I don't know what they need all the money for. Okay. I'm well, not so fortunate. I'm thank I'm thankful for what I have and what I'm um, doing. I'm feeling like Kanye. Holla, we want prenup. Right. We want prenup. <laughs> like <laughs> felt that established back then. Like no matter who you got with or what happened moving forward, you already like you said, he didn't get with her, so he already was making money. If you already felt like I'm established and I know my worth and that I'm gonna continue to be a success. Why go into a relationship without protecting your assets? Now y'all 20 years in, of course stuff's going to happen in the marriage. You know what I'm saying? And she probably sticked around and stayed. You done cheated on a man, had a baby on her, did a couple of other things. Y'all had some kids and stuff together. So now, of course, she's feeling like, you know, I deserve this or deserve that. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's, that's what the courts then determined and decided. So we can't be mad at her for having a good lawyer and the courts reviewing his assets and determining that really still fall back on him. Should have knew your wife came. <laughs> yeah, but we already know that the justice system is fucked up and it's not right. So I think we should revisit that because let this would have been let, let this would have been the reverse. Just like when Mary Jake had to give um I don't even know if they came out and said what she had to give her Ex, her now ex-husband and everybody was clowning him talking about oh he asking for spousal support uh okay so it's, it's it's okay for the woman to ask for it but it's not okay for the man to ask for it double standard like i don't know I, I don't i don't i know feel like that. they felt that way with mary because he it was coming up about him cheating and doing different things so i think people incorporate mm-hmm. that too like okay yep. i'm the one making the bread you the one cheating on me and dipping out he had been her manager and had been making his own money for years too. You walk away and be straight because we would still be married if it wouldn't have been for your actions. And like, he came ma- with kids. But let me ask kids you this. But let me ask you this. Does that really matter? Because we don't know. We we don't know why Dr. Dre and his wife split. We they, we don't have the details of why they split. Maybe she was stepping out. Maybe she said, "Hey, I'm done with this." Maybe she said, "You know, you can have your life. Whatever it is, whatever it is." But we still gonna tax him. Like I don't. I think it needs to be reviewed. I, I just saying. Oh, because you are the breadwinner. I I need to give you x my x amount of dollars. No, like just because your spouse is successful doesn't necessarily give you the option to do less or not put put much effort forward as you would if you wasn't with this person. I think it should be more of a like. 
instead of it being monthly 300k until she get remarried or you know get into a new part a new relation you know a new open relationship or whatever a new domestic relationship whatever they call it um i feel like it should be more like a lump sum like hey you know this is the lump sum after you run out of this like you say like you or you know so many years of you know something in the middle or a max of uh, what you to keep your lifestyle after that? Hey, your lifestyle may have to change. It's just like you have a job to make a lot of money, and the job change, and you may have to downgrade on some things. Right. You know, like okay, you was in this relationship for twenty years. We understand you getting this amount of money. This is a lump sum. When this run out, you know, you may have to downgrade on some things. This don't mean that we got to maintain this lifestyle for life because even as a working person you know, your income could change and you not be able to keep the same lifestyle for life. So I think, like, to your point that, yeah, that could be revisited. I mean, if there's kids still in the picture, of course, you know, child support on the kids, but just far as strictly spousal support, um, nothing to do with any children, like a lump sum and then moving forward, you either can maintain it on your own or, or you know, you may have to have some changes in your, your lifestyle. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Issa. Did you say, because I really hadn't read all of the stories or anything about it. Did you just say that he has to pay her this until she has a open public relationship or get married? Yeah, yeah like until she's in a new relationship, not just a like boyfriend and girlfriend, but like, you know, it has to be something serious, you know, not somebody she just been with a month or two. Like, I think they either have to be, you know, living together or something that's more like an established, serious relationship. Doesn't have to be married, but does have to be like an established, serious uh, relationship. So, I mean, in some of the comments, a lot of women was like, well, I just keep me a man on the low because I ain't going to remarry right. or, that's you know, uh, two, three, two, three months in, I'm breaking up. And I'm like, this ain't going to be considered serious or we just don't always be on the low and never be out nowhere in public. But on the flip side, it's like, how long do you want to sacrifice your happiness? Like you really find somebody you love and want to spend the rest of your life with. And you already done had 300 K a year for two or four or five years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then on the man side, like, are you willing to go ahead and divorce? Like, like Dre did to, to have your freedom, you know, like I know they say it's cheaper to keep her, but it's keeping her mean being misery. And you know that you can afford to give her 300 K and still be straight. Do you just go ahead and let her go? Why can I be free? Like you at you. Holla at you. Why can't why can I be free and keep my three hundred K? How about that? I don't Well in I his don't... case, since he gotta give up the three K, would you keep her in exchange for being able to keep your three K? Would you go by the cheaper to keep her method or I know I know my worth. <laughs> But, you know, accordingly they went through my assets. I can afford to give her that a month and still be straight. Would you just go ahead and let the person go and, you know, for your freedom, your peace of mind, or you just don't keep her and be miserable um, and keep your 300K in your pocket? No, because I'm going to have a good lawyer. No, <laughs> I'm going to keep my 300K. So you can't trade and have a good lawyer? No, I'm just saying I'm going to keep my 300K and what you said, even if I do have to put a prenup, I mean, then that's what you got to do. But I think we should, if if we separate I think we should be able, like you said, uh, lead the course and everything out of it. Yeah, we're going to divorce, but we need to keep it to where we can still talk civil and say, hey, this is this. This is what this is. This is reasonable because 
just as hard as all these women going and saying, "Oh, well, man, uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, I keep this money, I do this, do this." You steady taking from a man who no longer has the obligation to provide for you. But if the shoe was on the other foot, you got all kinds of shit to say and talk talk about how weak that man is. No matter what the situation is, or you don't even you don't even have a you don't even have to know what the circumstances is. He's gonna be weak. He's gonna be a whole ass nigga. All the all the above. But how is that okay? Like to me, it's okay for women to get spousal support. It's not okay for men to get spousal support. Fuck that. Like nobody gets spousal support. Let's make it even across the board. In some situations, maybe, um, you know what I'm saying. If it comes down to like the medical shit or some shit like that, if there's like medical issues going on, then yeah, you if you got any, you know, she's not gonna be able to go work and make it happen. Then, at the kindness of your heart, I would hope that you wouldn't leave her out with just you know with the medical bills or whatnot, and that's vice versa. Same thing with the woman. I would hope, you know, how some people get to that point in their marriage where they be like, I just hope this motherfucker die. Like, nah, I don't never ever want to get to no point like that in my life, but. <clears throat> Something where, hey, you got this illness. What I'll do is I'll make sure that your medical bills and shit is taken care of and, and kind of like leave it there. But as far as, you know, if we got a couple of houses together, whatever or whatnot, yeah, you can stay in one of them houses. Our houses are paid for. I'll pay the taxes on them so you don't have to worry about that. You heal up and you get better. But once you get better, you're going to start paying the taxes on that house. That's all you, you, you are able to, once you're able to go back to work and shit like that. You got to do that. If you don't, then you better rely on some of your friends and some of your family. I've done what I could at the kindness of my heart, but I'm not finna sit up here and give you half or a quarter of the shit that I worked my ass out for. And just because we didn't work out, you get to continue to get that. No. Fuck that. Both sides, man or woman. <laughs> I think you said the right word, reasonable. Like, you have to be dealing with somebody reasonable. Like what Lisa was saying, like, you know, people get vindictive or they upset it didn't work out. Like, you got to be a person that's reasonable um, to be able to come to those type of agreements. Okay, I'm going to keep this particular house. It's paid off. Um, you know, even if you, you know, I'm going to pay the taxes on it. That's why I said, like, a, a certain lump sum, like, coming up with that number, how you budget that lump sum, it can last you the rest of your life or it can last you for two or three years. You know, it's however you want to deal with it and manage it. Uh, and so I think that that's what it comes down to. Are we dealing with somebody reasonable or are we dealing with somebody that's spiteful? Now, in terms of spousal, like to your point, male or female, yeah, I do think regardless if it's cheating, whatever the terms are that we're separating I've been with you through some stuff. So I know sometimes me and say, you know, you wasn't on the court shooting ball with me, but I've seen certain shows and other things where the woman has sacrificed things. Like she has had dreams or careers or things that she put on hold to be able to provide, you know what I'm saying? When he was in the struggle coming up, she's put her successes or businesses or ventures, things that she had to put on hold to be a, stay at home mom, maybe we didn't want to send our kids to be with just anybody or, you know, you wanted me to be stay at home with these kids or we homeschooled our kids. So 
I feel like there does need to be some type of compensation because, yeah, I may have not been on the court with you, but I could have been helping you with your ideas or pillow talking with you, you know, helping you come up with different ideas and things, depending on what your job is. Uh, and so I do feel that just because a person isn't always out there on the forefront with you, they are behind the scenes helping you in some form or fashion. And they may have put some of their assets and things that they could have had on their own. To your point, you know, where her job, okay, maybe she didn't have a job because he didn't want her to have a job or he wanted her to stay at home with the kids. And so she's put a lot of things that she wanted to accomplish on hold to be a supportive spouse. Now you telling me I wasn't in the gym with you. I wasn't making beats with you. Forget me. Like, nah, I do feel, and I mean, that's vice versa. Like you said, whether it's the woman that's making the money or the man, the man may have been staying at home with the kids you know, been cooking, clean at the 20 years, sacrifice stuff that he could have been doing. So I feel like it does have to be some type of compensation because if you're in a marriage, even if you're not out there doing the work every day, you are at home being an asset and being some type of support to your mate, I would hope. I have, that, that poses a question to me um, that, I mean, that I would want to ask. At what point, being that may be the case, Issa, and I understand all of that, at what point the kids are not always that small that they can't handle themselves. So in my mind, even if I didn't have a job, I would, you should have some type of little side something. Cause the kids are not always that young. They become teenagers and really don't deal with you too much. So at what point do you start to deal for yourself as well? If you're in that instance of being that stay home person or having to be, you know, due to the kids or whatever. So let's go back to Dr. At what point? Like, listen, like Dr. Dre, the dude, the dude is his, some of his biggest deals have been made public, right? And the dude is well off, wealthy than a mother lover, right? Not saying that he's at a billion dollars, but he's wealthy, right? Twenty freaking years, twenty freaking years that you said, oh, I'm gonna put this on hold. No, oh, I'm gonna hold down the house. No, you don't have to, because even let's just say most what. Let's just say you, you, you stay with your kid and you stay home until your kid starts to go to school. And then because however our schedules are, okay, you, you say, okay, cool, I want to go back to work. If that man never tells you stay home and be a stay-at-home parent or if that woman never tells you to be a stay-at-home dad, I don't think that's warranted because that's not a decision that y'all came to. If if she said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay home to this time. Or if I say I'm going to stay home to this time. In relationships, we encourage each other to get to our dreams and, you know, be the best version of ourselves. And we're here to help each other. But if that's the fucking case, the way that you said it, Lisa, then that means if I've been in a long-term relationship with a female for five years, well, shit, I need I need some spousal support once, once we break up. How about that? Because if she'd been pillow talking and giving me ideas, or I've been pillow talking and giving her ideas, and then she started to blow up <laughs> off the ideas that I gave her, but shit, I need some money from there too. So you're going to get a $20 a month size of support, and you're going to be cool with that. I need a little bit more than $20 because if she, if she started popping and I know it's my ideas that we pillow talked about, oh, yeah, nah, we're going to court. Oh, so you want your, you want your money based on pillow talk? That's what Issa said. Issa threw that pillow talking at her. What Issa said was pillow talking, the sitting there, you know, taking care of the kids. But, like, if we ain't never had that conversation where I asked you to stay home, 
I'm the breadwinner and I asked you to stay home, if I never uttered those words out of my mouth, then I don't think you can uh, use that. Like, no. You tell me. You come but see, me. Issa was saying they could have said that, you know, they no, can, saying, you know, you stay home. No, I get I get that they could have said that. What I'm saying is if, mm-hmm. they, if, I, if I didn't say that. If you didn't say it, get a job. Bottom line. Get on your hustle. Do but you, don't use your ideas to come up because when y'all break up in five months, you want spousal support. I want something. <laughs> I want something. If, if we gonna do, if we gonna do it like that, because then it, it then it kind of like if if that's the if that's the thought behind it, right? Then why mm-hmm. get then why get in a relationship? Because now people might really just get if they say, okay, this dude got potential or this female got potential. I'm gonna ride her. I'm gonna ride with her for X amount of time and then I can just roll out after a certain period of time and say, shit, I, I, I got to come up. I came up off of her come up. Oh, I stay, I washed your car. Remember that day I washed your car? Remember that day I went and got your uh, dry cleaning? Like, uh, no, like, no, that wasn't crucial to my come up or, you know, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see how that works. Like, yes, I what we pillow talk. Yes. I what I bounce ideas off you. Hell, you bounce ideas off everybody that you talk to every single day. Not, you know, and you probably don't even realize it, but they're not going to get a cut, are they? They're not getting a cut off your come up. So. No, they don't. I mean, the whole the whole thing just needs to be reworked. I mean, hell, if you need to just do a prenup up front, then do your prenup and be done with it. But, like, no. I think that's the safest way to do it because after you establish and have things, it can be a lot of things that can be brought up into consideration. Like Lisa said, the kid's not going to be little forever, but I've seen it where some of these people got six and eight kids. These kids are spread out over a course of 10, 15 years. So you got six. Yeah. So I'm like, but even those 20 years, you have been at home raising kids. Most of these people ain't just having one or two kids in a lot of instances. Uh, especially these athletes, sometimes they got six kids, you know, and these kids are spread out two, two years here, this year, here, this year, here. Okay. If we, if you raising and taking care of all those kids and they at home, you on the road or away most of the time. Okay. Even if the kids are grown by the time being, we divorce because some people do wait and divorce after their kids are grown. But what if I got you a nanny too? Okay, see, now you're throwing in some, some extra mm-hmm. assistance, nannies, and other things, but, like, some people don't want that. You know, they're real private. They don't want their kids in, in regular school or around strangers or bringing other people into the house. So it really just depends on what the family dynamics are as to what can be expected. And if you had the conversation, some men pride themselves on being the uh, the breadwinner and don't want their wives to have to work for it. They've seen their mother struggle and have to provide. So they always told themselves when they got married, they don't want their, their wives to, you know, have to worry about working. Now, am I saying that the woman shouldn't be putting anything back or doing any ventures? No. All I'm saying is that it, it just depends on the situation. Like this situation may be totally different. We're talking about people that are more of a million billionaire status. But I remember with Kevin Hart's divorce, his wife barely got anything in an escalate. But she was saying, like, some of those jokes he was getting up there saying was stuff that she had, had helped him write. So it's like, so, that, so that's what I'm saying. And she got, what, a million dollars in an escalate or something like that? Work. Um, I don't know. If, I'm if just she, quoting. If she, if she that funny, go work. 
I'm sorry. I'm not one of them guys. I'm never going to tell a woman, sit at home. No, because I feel like everybody has an opportunity. If you're on this earth, you have the opportunity to do whatever you want. If you are lucky to get with a person that you love and adore and y'all get married and that person becomes uh, more than financial wealthy, then that person, because they love you, they're going to open up the door for you. Not not all, but they're going to open up that door for you to be funny and do X, Y, Z. If, and, and, I, and, you know, this is one of the scenes, you know, hey, if you is funny as Kevin, then why you not out? You know what I'm saying? When people go, oh, I made this person. Well, if you made me, nigga, make another one. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody sit up, oh, I made Drake or I made Jay-Z. Okay, well, nigga, make another one. Make another one. Okay, nigga. so so this, this, this poses a question then. How much time do you give to something, to someone that you're uncertain about? So if you're uncertain about the relationship or whatever, how much time do you give it? How much time you how much time do you get a relationship if you're uncertain about it? Mm-hmm. About the relationship, the person, whatever. How much time? Are we talking this but, is already how long how long have we been in this relationship? Are we are we seeing red flags at the beginning, which we already know all those damn flags do be there at the beginning. We just ignore them. Is it a relationship yet, or are we just in the talking phase and I'm trying to decide how much time I want to spend on it or if I want to make it official? Right. Mm. So you got to break that down. <laughs> Rock, isn't it? Very broad. Um, I mean, because let's, let, let's do it this way. Let's go year two. You, you, you in year two of your relationship. Y'all passed mm-hmm. the little honeymoon phase. Y'all going through a little, y'all, y'all going through some things and y'all start, you started noticing the red flags. At that point, how much time do you give it? Let's go with that. That seems a little bit better. A little bit more context. Get out of lovey-dovey, fake uh, fake love, I'm going to rush to clean up when she tell me that she coming over type shit. Y'all didn't probably moved in by <laughs> this time and y'all, didn't, y'all, y'all see what each other's actual living habits is, you know. You know, you don't like boyfriend, it. girlfriend, two years, uh, mm-hmm. co cohabitating, yeah. uh, past honeymoon phase, and you see the red flags and stuff not working out. Yeah, um, it's hard to say because I know once you're in a relationship and your feelings and stuff is involved, sometimes walking away can be one of the hardest things to do. But I know just looking back and thinking about time, time is like the one thing you can't get back. Like mm-hmm. you can't get back wasting time with the wrong person, the wrong career, the wrong, you know, just just wrong decisions, wrong anything. So I think that that would be something that you really would have to, like, you know, tighten up and really figure out. Like, are these small red flags just a difference of, I mean, just a difference of opinion, you know, like things that we can just come together and agree to disagree, or are these serious things like these are deal breakers? Because if they're deal breakers, I feel like you need to get out of that as soon as possible. Like, this person is doing things that I know that I don't want for my future. These are deal breakers. These are not things that I can see myself being a part of long term. I've talked to this person about these things, you know, that I don't want to see moving forward or in in our future. And they continue to happen. 
then I feel like you need to get out of that situation because, like I said, time is the most valuable thing. And I know it's easier said than done. So I'm not saying it's going to happen like that. But, um, but you know, if you can or have the strength to, willpower to, whatever, I do think it's best to get out of those situations because you'll look back five and ten years later now like, hang, I knew this was a mess year two. And mm-hmm. I just kept sticking around, sticking around, hoping and thinking it's going to get better. And I feel like we all been guilty of that and don't look back at our time staying on something. And it's like, just being older now, I just think about time. Like, you don't know how long it's going to be here. You know, you don't want to waste giving your time and energy to anything that's the wrong thing. So I can't put a number, whether it's six months, a year, two months. But what's your worth in, in, in terms of your time and how you spend your time? Because you can't get it back. Right. Well, let me put it, it is a lot, Easter. That is a lot. But, what you say, nerdy? But look at it like this. So, like, I've been in that situation multiple times, right? And I can tell you exactly how much time I give. Uh, mm-hmm. Two years, for some odd reason, for me, I can't get past that two year mark, right? So, <laughs> you got, you got, you you have ninety days from the mm-hmm. time from the time that we have that conversation. You have ninety days to get your shit together, and I have ninety days. So to ninety, get you, they have ninety days from the day that you tell them, "Hey, what? this is the issue. This is what I need you to fix." Wait, 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 wait a minute! Or, no, 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 because oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to get to understand what the ninety days is for. The ninety days, because no, yeah, ninety days is for both of us. Because what I'm mm-hmm. not, what I'm not going to do is, I'm never going to put it all on that person. Mm-hmm. It's a two way. Uh, a relationship is two ways, right? So, right. I know that there's some things that I'm slacking in. So, when we have this conversation, it's not a conversation about let me beat you down. No, this is a conversation where, hey, you tell me where I'm slipping at for you because I could tell that you're looking at me different. I'm looking at you different. So, let's have this conversation together. I've had these conversations. And they're, for me, at this point, hell, they easy. It's like saying, good morning, hey, how you doing? And so you had those conversations, and then you you don't focus on how much that person is uh, – you don't focus on what that person is going to do to make the changes. All you want to do is see the changes. And then you make sure that you focus and that you stay true to yourself and whatever it is that you need to work on, you need to make sure that it's – in front of you every single day so that you can be better if you really want this to work. If not, you got ninety we got ninety days and then after that we go our separate ways. It's a mutual thing. Now does it always end mutually? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I've had my clothes thrown out on the front yard. I've had my window <laughs> busted out. I mean goddamn I mean let me this is what happens even when you try to be civil with a person. So fuck it. Like you know, Do you tell them up front we got 90 days to get this thing worked out? Or that's just like a mental thing for you? Like, we had this conversation on January 1st, 90 days. I don't see the changes. I'm coming in with my conversation that this happened 90 days ago and now I'm out. Yeah, pretty much. I think I have told. Okay. I th- I so they I, have an understanding or you have it in your mind? I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think I've only probably <laughs> told one person that is 90 days. But I do think the, uh, the other two. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just in my head because 
I'm not going to, like you say, time is precious, right? And I'm not going to spend my time with somebody who's not even going to try to attempt. So even when you don't attempt to try to make a change, then at that point, I'll cut it. I'll cut it short before the 90 days. Because we had this conversation, there should be some urgency. If you really want to stay in this relationship, there should be some type of urgency for you to say, let me do X, Y, Z. And that goes for me too. Like, if I really want to stay in this relationship, I need to do that. Like, in hell, if in the conversation, in the in the initial conversation, if she's asking for some sh- something from me that I don't feel that I could live up to, I let her ask no right then and there. And if it's a deal breaker for her, it's okay for us to say, cool, and go our separate ways. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to myself. Let me be honest with you. Did you mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's kind of that there is no time frame, but I also see that, uh, you know, people haven't, um, you know, such as just the 90 days in your mindset or whatever. You also, you know, in, to uh, Issa's point, not compromising who you are. So if you know that you say, this is what I want, from this relationship, this is from the person I'm with, this is what I want, this is what I expect. We shouldn't lose that insight of just to stay in the relationship with someone. But then if you think about it, people, wouldn't that be a sense of a marriage for the kids? No. Yeah. You don't think so? I think some people do say because of the kids, I don't say that it's right because kids are smart and a lot of time they start seeing the distance as well. But in a marriage, I don't think you're going to make that decision to leave in 90 days, like because you're going to see more of work and things need to be put into it. And even just in a relationship, 90 days, like what if we just got in a lease together? I feel like it's a lot of other factors that make people stay that they really have to assess too. Like financially, Oh, this person always pay out of, all the rent, you know, so just keeping yourself on point. So if I do need to walk away from this situation, I have my stuff together because sometimes people stay because they're not in a position to now separate and move from that person financially but, or just whatever other reason. But that's your, that, that's your issue, right? <laughs> right. And that's that, why I said they need to, everybody needs to stay on point. So if it comes to this, they can roll. And that goes back to the whole goddamn spousal support thing, right? <laughs> See? We do, we do it if we if we have to do that like for me i didn't i made the decision and there was kids involved i didn't think nothing about the kids because in my mind i'm still going to be there for the kids i'm just not there for you in 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 actuality technically i am there for you by being there for the kids because you're you don't have that pressure of you're doing it all on your own by yourself. And it's like, oh, this is nice. Like, oh, he, oh, oh, he's picking them up. Oh, he got them for a month. Oh, shit. Like, uh, I don't have to ask him for nothing. He just kind of proactively doing shit on his own. And it's like, why he got to be so nice? And why we couldn't make it work out? We couldn't make it work out for our reasons. But because I'm still here for them and it's making it easier for you in reality, it may not be making it easier for you because if you realize, like, damn, that was a good guy and I let his ass go or I let him get away, you know, I don't know what 
that weighs on their psyche. But I'm going to be me and I'm going to continue. But, like, when it came to my decision, I chose my mental health and I chose my happiness over, you know, everything. I don't give a shit what, hey, financial, we'll figure the shit out. Oh, I ain't got this. She will figure it out. Because if if you were the one that was financially up and you saying shit, you can leave. Cool, go ahead, leave. I'm still gonna be have to. I'm still gonna be the one that have to pick up the pieces on my end, and you're not gonna be worried about that. You're gonna be like, get your shit and get the fuck out, and then I'll just have to figure it out on my end and do what I gotta do. I don't think about, you know, oh, I ain't gonna have a place to stay or. Uh, the kids, what, what effect is going to have on the kids now? Hey, it is what it is. I'll be around. The kids going to see me. They going to know me. They going to feel my presence, all the above. So. So do you think you would handle it differently in a marriage, only giving it 90 days versus just a boyfriend and girlfriend situation? No, because when, when I do marriage, I plan on doing marriage once and once only. And I plan on putting in the work before I get in, before I actually get married and then I plan on continue putting in the work throughout the marriage just to make sure that we are good. So there will be not, I don't want to call them like check-ins or whatnot, just to see kind of where we is temperature checks or whatever. But I just want to, I would always want to make sure that me and her are on the same page and make sure that we, that we are connecting the way that we feel that we should be not the way that I feel, but the way that we should feel. So I look at marriage as yeah, we you become, you become one, y'all become one, but it's a we thing. At that point, it's you and that person versus everybody, and that includes kids and all. And if you don't feel that way, yeah, keep it pushing. No, that's Lisa. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, I mean, did I deliver? I mean, or did I deliver? <laughs> you 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 delivered. That you did. You did. You delivered on that. Okay. That it, it also brings back to that communication. Well, definitely got to have that um, in, in in every aspect of life. So, so tell me this: Why do you, why do women get mad when men do communicate? Repeat that one again. Uh, why do women get mad when men communicate effectively? Why do women get mad when men communicate? Yeah. Depend on how y'all communicate. You know, y'all, com- y'all delivery don't always work so well. You're communicating, but sometimes that delivery don't be on point. Let's let's in this situation. But I would love to have somebody that communicates because if we communicate, it leaves very little room for this um, for us not being happy and misunderstanding. Um, it makes to me to make the relationship flow a lot better. I've been in a relationship where we didn't communicate well and we and we thought we were on the same page and we're on totally different pages. So I think had we communicated more effectively, it probably would have worked out a little it wouldn't well, it probably would I wouldn't say probably, it would have worked out. So let's assume that this man doesn't have a bad a bad delivery. But he continues to communicate with you. What's 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 the drawback from that? What's what's some of the reasons why women would be mad at a man over communicating if he starts communicating his feelings, his thoughts, and he's uh, sharing with you and kind of like 
you don't have to ask him where he's at, but he's kind of like letting you know, like, yo, I'm going to be here. This is how, this is how my day going to go. X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Or he's telling you like, yo, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, but I'll be done. And I'll make sure that I'm at your spot by X, Y, Z. What's wrong with that? Why? I don't know why anybody would be upset about that. Right, right. <laughs> like, right. What are the issue in that? Saying something and not doing what you say, unless your your actions are not aligned with what you're saying. That would be a reason for me to be yeah. upset. You telling me you're gonna be here at ten? You not not that you know? And you didn't update me and let me know. Hey, I said ten. This going on. This the reason why it's gonna be that time. But like over communicating with me, I don't think it is a such thing because, like I said, it takes the worry or the wonder out of it. Like, you know what's up, you know what's going on. Now, I think when somebody is communicating something maybe to their partner that they're lacking in or, you know, but effectively communicating, hey, I know that you're not doing this or you haven't been up on this or that, then I think a person could be upset because of, you know, lack of accountability or just getting in their childish mode, like, you telling me I need to work out? What you know? Who are you telling me I need to work out? Or I ain't been cooking. I ain't been cleaning. You know, like <laughs> just you know, if it's something like just being communicated like that, even if you're saying it nice and effectively, I feel like either way, vice versa, um, a person could be offended or upset by that type of communication just because they don't want to own it, like a lack of you know lack of accountability, or if they really do feel like they're doing something that the person is saying they're not, you know, then course now we got a disagreement or agree to disagree are you always communicating something that um you feel that they need to improve on and it's not a two-way communication Mm -hmm. in that in that um aspect of it it's always you know you 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 or i do this or that that could be a reason that could sort it but as far as being um a communicator, that to me is a good thing to have. Um, I, I think I would have to adjust to you telling me, hey, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be that because that's not what I'm used to. But the fact that you're doing it, I wouldn't shun and say, be upset about it. No. Okay. But if it's always you communicating, telling me what's wrong in it, then that's where the piece is going to be upsetting. Gotcha. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a partner. I ain't going to say his name. He married now. He married that, he married that wonderful woman. And well, yeah, but she, they had, you know, you know, I have couples go through their breakups and whatnot, or whatever the case may be. They broke up a couple times, and one of the times he broke up with her, and that was the reason. And like, yo, she made this whole big old post on Facebook and this, that, and the third about how a nigga gonna break up with me for communication and da 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 da. Like, that don't even make no damn sense. Who break up with somebody because they don't, they not talking, that shit's stupid, blah, 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 blah. Like, Huh. <laughs> like you do know that the root cause to the majority of the breakups is communication. I wouldn't be not her fucking these other hoes if we was communicating properly. You know. I w- if we was communicating properly, I wouldn't have took that money out the bank and you know, spent it on something that we needed but you felt otherwise. You know. Communication That's is- true. Communication is at the root of it, but yeah, she got on there. She put, she made this big old post, and then you know, a lot of people was. Conf- I saw in the comments there was a lot of people kind of confused. I was laughing. I had my popcorn because I thought the shit was funny. <laughs> because like, somebody- but the fact that she communicating with social media instead of communicating with her man—that's the problem right there. 
Exactly. You know how to communicate, but you're telling everybody else instead of telling him. So, like, I would leave you alone. Like, you don't know how to talk to me and tell me the problems that we're having in this relationship. But you want to tell all these other outside people and put them in our business. Like, that same post that you typed up, you could have typed that up on a piece. You could have wrote that down on a piece of paper and came and communicated that to me. Send it in a text message. Yeah. Let me know yeah, something mm-hmm. you could have communicated that information to me. Mm-hmm. Well, ma'am, she didn't. <laughs> but I, I am so seeing she took the social media. <laughs> yeah, and I'm seeing it like um, I'm seeing a lot of it right now. Like so that that's that's an older couple, right? But I'm seeing it with these younger couples when a guy is mm-hmm. sharing his feelings with the woman. Like they kind of like, nah, I'm on some savage shit, like. So is that what we get into? Where a man, like some men do feel like because of the type of women that, they, that they've that attracted, that they can't open up and really have a conversation with them because that ain't what they want. That ain't what the woman wants from a man or at least from him where I can't communicate. So if I'm, only dating women who don't want me to communicate. They just want me for my body part and that's it. Then what the fuck am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to talk to? I only tell my boy so much. Even if they only want you for your body part, you still have to communicate because you have to talk about what it is that you desire or want. Or you even have to tell them that you want them. So, what's, I mean, what's the difference? And I feel like that's a defense ne- mechanism if a person is like, like you said, a woman acting savage, she don't want the man to communicate. Like, that's something that she needs to work on. Like, maybe she's been hurt or always had to be the tough one or always mm-hmm. just had to be on defense mode in relationships. And that's where, you know, he needs to just sit her down like, hey, I don't know how things used to go or roll in your previous relationship, but we communicate around here. Like, right. you know, we have open, honest discussions and I don't, I know maybe you feel like you have to be the badass or the tough guy or the man in the relationship, or I don't know, you know, you haven't been able to be vulnerable or get into your feminine side or, you know, have that vulnerability, vulnerability in a relationship. But, um, you know, I want you to know that with me, that's what, you know, that's what I expect and that's how I want you to be able to move. You don't have to be you know, tough and not be able to uh, feel like you can't show your softer side or talk to me. Like, you want to be with a woman, not a bully. Like, you know. Right. You know, <laughs> that's what I think with that. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. But, but yeah, you know, I just want y'all to know that men, men, men feel feel a certain way too. It's not, it's, it's not always. It's, it's, it, it's not, it's not always, it's not always we always put it on a woman. Oh, well, what she didn't been through? Shit, what about what this man didn't been through? Like some some like how you just said, some women don't respond to that well. Like you gonna sit me down and tell me that we communicate right here now, nigga? F you, blah blah blah, so forth and so forth. They don't know. They don't like. It don't always go as expected. Where you sit down and you have a conversation, and if that woman is not in that mindset or she hasn't matured to that level yet. The things that you get, it make a man like that's what makes some men close off altogether because it's like, yo, I tried to do this for this woman, or I tried to sit down and do this, do this shit what I felt is the right way, and she shut me out, or 
she acted a whole total way that I didn't even know where the fuck it came from. Like, if we get that a couple times, like, that fucks with our mental as well. And women have to kind of start looking at that, like, yo, why are you this way? But what happened to you in your previous relationship that got you kind of like, I, I ain't gonna say shit. I think that's where you need to do that 90-day expectation, like you just said. Like, these are my expectations that I want us to be in a relationship where we communicate, we talk about things. She still want to keep acting like Billy Badass. I rule the world. I don't need to talk to you or communicate with you. Like you said, you got stuff from your past. I got stuff from my past. I think people need to work on themselves before they get into a relationship. Doesn't mean you're going to come to the relationship perfect, but you can't expect me to waste my time with you while you start out always having to be the tough guy. And I'm telling you that you're in a relationship where you don't have to be that person anymore. I'm giving you a 90-day action plan to change your behavior. I'm not seeing the results I want. I need to move on because you don't want to waste time with the wrong person. And it's easier said than done. I can love you and want to be with you. But if you're going to continue to behave this way, I'm either going to have to change my work. And I think as men, sometimes they don't know they work. Like you said, she just want me for my body parts. How much do you respect your body parts to be like, you know what? This person is not what I want them to be. I'm not dealing with them anymore in a relationship or dealing with them in a sexual manner. I'm cutting them off altogether. And that's what a lot of men don't do. They continue to, I'm going to keep sleeping with her. I'm going to keep screwing her. But you know, she, she Billy Badass. Then when you're tired, sliced your windows busted. Now you don't understand (laughs) what's going on. You need to put it all off. The relationship, the dick, all of it. Shut it down. But that's even even still when you do that, you shit, you don't you don't even have to do that and you can still get your windows and shit busted out. Trust me, I know. Tired slice for no apparent reason and you just kinda look at You did like, something. You winked at them, smiled at them. You did something. What I did was I was Lead them I, on. I didn't. I was who <laughs> I was I was a gentleman that communicate. I, I communicated effectively. <laughs> You communicated effectively that you was done with her and she wasn't taking no for an answer. Listen, I don't But think... then you said that, yeah, that you was done with her. Then you invited her over for thighs. No. No, no, no. He was done with her because remember, he, he just said he didn't go no, he, you know, it was just conversation with them. Well, listen, so he cut her off from conversation, right? Yeah, listen, listen. I won't do, like, okay, so I learned, I'm, I'm a fan of learning lessons by watching other people i'm a fan of that right my oldest brother he had his first child he told me that he did out of his mouth he said that him and his child mother was no longer dealing with each other two children later (laughs) right so for me that that for me that was a lesson that was a lesson learned that i didn't have to go through so anytime that I broke up with a woman or anytime that me and a woman separated or split, like there was no going back. There's no reason for me to go back at that point. Because what I don't want to do is kick back up a false hope or kick up anything to where it will make you want to come and bust out my windows and do things that don't make no goddamn sense. So, no, I stay clear of that. It made, it made sense to her when she did it because you heard her. You heard her kidding. Why? How? Why you hurt? Because you told her what she didn't want to hear, and she was all wrapped up in it because you let her on, because you smiled at her and winked at her. I don't know what you did to her to make her go so crazy to come and uh, slash and cut up. 
the tires. To me, that ain't the you don't get the object. What the object is to you? Your anger is with that man. So yeah, well, deal with the well, man and not they, not they property. Well, don't come hurt me though. <laughs> that's what it sounds like I'm not saying come beat you up but I'm saying is don't turn up the stuff nah, what's you, the stuff got to do with it I mean if the alternative is, is her coming and putting hands on me nah go ahead feel free fuck up the car I'm fine with it I got insurance I'm good <laughs> I got insurance yeah. I got insurance the camera's gonna show me that you did it yeah put your ass in jail too I believe in calling the police <laughs> give a damn what nobody say back to blue I, I'm back to blue alright you just better be Get your ass out! <laughs> get your ass out here and arrest her. No, nah, here go the camera. I'm gonna right call here. the popos on you. I, y'all think yes. I won't? Y'all know me. I, <laughs> speed down. So let let me ask you this: since we're talking about communication too, as well as um, the relationship, we have the young lady that's the sexiest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, she's married. Mm-hmm. How do you think? Do you think that she communicated with her husband before she did this picture? Because now everybody's going to go out and buy her, and he's going to have all these men gawking at his woman, which he should be walking around with his chest stuck out if he's proud about it. All right. So his wife is very attractive already. So mm-hmm. before this, she before before Tiana Taylor who was the sexiest woman alive by Maximum Magazine. He already had women. He already had women in men gawking at his wife, which is flattery, right? As long as they don't do nothing disrespectful, so that's fine. So cool. She attractive. Do I think she's the sexiest woman in life? No, I don't. Uh, she has a dancer's body. She is a dancer. She's nice. I I can dig it, but yeah, not for me. I wouldn't call her the sexiest woman alive. Not for me. You wouldn't. Nope. Who, who would be the sexiest woman in a life for you? Bow-headed Jada Pinkett. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Now, now we know. Well, she wouldn't be. Come on now. <laughs> now we know you're lying. Right. Just straight up. Now we say communicate effectively, not with a lie. That is communicate effectively. With a lie. Now we all know. Listen, okay, Jada. So Jada's not one of the sexiest women over 50. Or not the sexiest woman over fifty, bald headed or not. I told you, I, that. I said I thought she was bald headed since I set it off. So I don't know what the hell the issue is. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought she was attractive when set it off? Yes. Who when didn't she, think when she set it off? Hell, people even thought Queen Latifah was attractive and set it off. <laughs> Goddamn Cleo. <laughs> well, no. Well. I, I mean, she's attractive. Uh, she's a she, she is attractive. She has a banging body. She has a dancer body. She looks she looks wonderful. That's it. That I mean, but she wouldn't be my pick. Uh, I would have to get a list, and then I would have to kind of like rank them that way. But like off the top of my head, I don't have a person. But I would I would want to do that. So if y'all want to put some sexy women together and send them to me, I will break each one of them down at a later time, and we can go through that. I'm down for that. We'll have to do that. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah, but she, I mean, she's sexy. Like, I'm, uh, I met her, I met her back, uh, when Dallas had the All Star game when it snowed. I met her, Biz Marquis, Taraji P, um, 
Yeah, and Taraji P. And then uh, what's the boy name? Uh, Smith, Jr. Smith. I met them uh, at the All Star Weekend. So okay, okay. Yeah. But it's like she like her face carries an attitude. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What they mean? No, what they mean? Her face carries an attitude, not a resting bitch face, but her face carries an uh, carry an attitude. Like, what the fuck you looking at? And then, two, um, I can never get out of my head the Medeals big family. I think that's what it was <laughs> that she was in, where she was talking about Bye-bye. I hate that shit. Was going there, Bye-bye. Yeah, and and she looked like. She talk like that all the time, which she really doesn't. Like she has good music and shit. Like I've listened to her music. Like she got some good songs and stuff. But yeah, when I look at her, that's all I see and that's all I hear. Byron, like no, like you, <laughs> like you look like you do that all day every day, but you don't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I liked her show with her and her husband. I don't, you know, not for sure she communicated it to him. But, I mean, she, you know, has had sexy videos. I know she, a lot of people start paying attention to her when she was on Fame, Kanye's video. Um, you know, so I don't think he would have a problem with it by any means. I mean, they shoot videos and stuff together where they kind of make it at times. But, yeah, I like their TV show with them. And um, they seem like they got a cooler relationship, vibe, and understanding together. So I think it works for those two. Yeah, they go, they dope together. They dope together, <laughs> but not for me. <laughs> not for me. She cool though. Not for you. No, she cool though. <laughs> like, I mean, just be like you can tell. You, I think you can tell a married woman that she's attractive, that she's hot, that she looks good. But you just keep it at that. You don't go beyond you know what i'm saying right like if you ain't got nothing to say just hit the, just hit the heart button <laughs> i mean hit the like button and you good to go i mean that's the safe that's the safest thing that you can say don't sit up there and say oh girl, you look like a whole snack or some shit like that or you know i'll put you on a plate and sock you up like a biscuit don't put none of that on there <laughs> just be respectful again this is a married woman just hit yeah. the just thumbs up and call it a day. Yeah, don't be disrespectful to that man. Like, let that man live. He know what he got. He going home to that every day. She probably doing little little videos for him at home. Yeah, I bet you when he saw that Kanye video. You said they doing videos? You say do what? I was just saying, did she say they was doing videos at home? Listen, after she did that Kanye video, I guarantee he made sure that she does at least two or three videos for him at home every month. <laughs> every month. I bet he I bet he got all up in her DMs and all up in her face all thirsty after he saw the video. Like if he like if you look at something that your woman does and you know it make you a little extra thirsty, you know the world is gonna be super thirsty. So yeah. She dope. She fine. Not my pick, but she fine though. She fine. I wonder who does do the voting on that type of thing. Like who determines who is the sexiest person alive? Money. <laughs> Money. Uh, who wanna here go here go a list of people that we thinking about and we know what they've been on. Um, so which one of y'all companies wanna get behind and push this 
put this money out here for this uh marketing for your person. Because it's a good look. It's a dope look. I mean, think about it. Yeah, for the men, I've seen it be John Legend. I think right now it's Michael B. Jordan for the uh, guys. I'm sorry. So, John Legend. It was John Legend. Um, I think he'll, I, that's why I'm asking who does the voting. Because for what reason? Help me out. Help me understand. I'm not saying yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not speaking on the man's physique or anything like that. But do you find him attractive? I find him attractive, but I don't find him to be the sexiest man alive. But he is attractive. Exactly. Do you think? Do, do you think me. he got? <laughs> that's that's good enough for me. Because like we can look at another dude and be like, "Ah, right, he got a little swag, but he ain't got no swag for you know." Alive. <laughs> alive. That's the yeah. key word. Yeah. Sexiest person. Alive. Yeah, no, no, not that fool. You know. But whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. John Legend. I can't believe the motherfucker. Whatever was saying. That was a bag yeah, for that. Yeah, he was. That was a bag for that ass. <laughs> yeah, it was him and now it's Michael B. Jordan. So hey. His people didn't even need to pay that. Like he got producer credits and he doing T V shows and Doing animation and shit, like no, he good. He don't need. Okay, whatever. Sorry, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. What y'all got up for the day, man? Who makes the decision of who's the sexiest person? The money, Lisa. The money. Is that? Is the money? Oh, okay. The machine. The 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 machine behind you is gonna pay to put you in mm-hmm. positions, and that's that. Like, um. And real quick, like, um, what was it? Y'all know who DJ Academics is, right? Heard of him, yeah. Okay. So he went on on a rant a couple weeks ago about this whole deal with Megan Thee Stallion. And I do follow the guy. Now, when her album first came out, he said that it was a bunch of mid. He said it was mid. It It wasn't, like, the great. It wasn't a great album. It ain't no quotable album. Besides the body yada 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 song, right? <laughs> Other than that, what songs yeah. are what song? Let me ask y'all, what songs are y'all uh, got still bumping from Megan's album? Okay, okay, it's fine. But so his point was, he said it when it came out that the album wasn't as great. But then the BET Awards happened. She got the uh she got the awards, talking about the best album, blah, 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 blah. And then another media outlet picked up what he said of what he said when the album initially came out, which was at the beginning of the year, I believe. And they used his uh comments or what he made, what he said about it, and tried to like make it something big. But it was like, no, I already said this. I said this when this came out, but don't use my comments to try to say that she mid. Like you you believe that the album wasn't good, the album ain't got no quotables. What songs are still in the top ten or what songs are still in the top one hundred? Eh. Like Meg still got some growing to do. So damn I was going so There's a lot of features that are popping. Like a lot of songs where she's the feature and you know, that that a lot of people like, but just her song and her songs alone. Um, I would have to listen more to her album to see what else, but I mean, usually what hits the radio is kind of like the top songs, and like you said, yaddy 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 is it? Right, and so like when you look at that, that's why I say, oh, that's what I was going with it. The money, the money, the, Megan's team behind her, 
all the money has pushed her to get these awards and everything and the sympathy with the shit that happened with between her and Tory Lanez and mm-hmm. like she oh, keep on yeah. and then she keep on hollering about oh the judicial system is slow. No, they've convicted niggas faster than this. If they had a clear if it was if it was a closing shut case where they can say, Hey, he shot you what 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 the fuck is, what, what the fuck is the what the fuck is the hold up? If I can I actually say, Hey, you shot he shot me and the evidence points to he shot her, then that shit should have went already. But because she on this, oh, I'm trying to get some sympathy. Oh, we gotta protect black women, blah blah like fuck all that. Fuck fuck, fuck all that because you're making it something that is not in my opinion. But like you got to me you got so much love and you got so much attention and publicity towards you and i think it's the machine behind you that gave you all of this because your album didn't stand up to what we would what we would consider like a cardi album cardi has some quotables off of her shit cardi but cardi comes with personality she comes with a bunch of it she didn't need sympathy she didn't need xyz she had uh singles on the charts and where people knew what they was and they kept on talking about them same thing with Nikki when Nikki dropped. Same thing with uh, Kalani when she dropped. Same thing with any of these women. When any of these other women when they drop, they have things. But like, if your album is forgettable, then how are you album of the year? The money. Yeah, it's all about the money. I think sex sales that'll continue to push it. You know, the money and machine behind it. Um, I saw she's on I think Sports Illustrated magazine in a bikini. So, like, she'll continue to have other avenues and things that will push her aside from just the music. So, um, for that reason, maybe she didn't deserve album of the year. <laughs> just like we're talking about the sexiest person alive, but she'll have, you know, other avenues that will continue to push her forward. She uh, has a bunch of sponsorships with different companies. So, I think those are the things that will keep her standing. Now, she brings out some heat and some more music then. We'll have that as well, but I do like a lot of the songs that she's featured on, so I will say that. Yeah. Oh, and Tiana can't perform too. So I did um I did see some clips of her performing like uh, her songs and stuff at a concert. Yo, like the Hunger can perform. Like I like Tiana what she I like I like what she, I like the package that she has, but as far as being a sexist woman alive, I do find her very attractive. I do think she is a sexy woman, but I just don't think that for me, she is the sexiest woman alive just because of that one. (laughs) (laughs) But no, cause yeah, like I say, I like her music. I I, I like her music. I like her uh, little dancing videos that she put out the performing deal where she took her goddamn wig off. I was like, yo, that shit was lit. But like if she come, if she if she's somewhere, I will go see her in concert. So okay. can't say the same can't say the same about Megan though. You don't want to see Megan work them knees. Look here, she's six foot. <laughs> I don't think she working them knees the way she says she working them knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's me though. You see her working them knees. You see her working the knees in the videos. She. How many Working takes? The knees. How many takes? Green screen. I don't know. Green screen is a mother level. Trust me, I've been working with it. Green screen is a motherfucker. <laughs> so you can make my knees look like I'm mm-hmm. pop locking, dropping. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to show you. I'll show you. I'll put y'all on the green screen and show you how. <laughs> Okay, make me look like I'm popping my kitty rock. Make it make make it look like my neck. Say what? I'm green turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what y'all got up? What I got up for today? Mm-hmm. Uh, we gonna get up out of here because uh yeah I know still full, lot of lot of light left in the day. Uh, any plans? Anything? What y'all got? What's good? Nothing special out and about today. You hitting the streets today, Lisa? Yes, I'm going to go inside this restaurant um, that I was excited to try. And then just going to just run around and check out the scene. Okay, so we may get a foodie review from you here soon? Yes, you may. You may. Okay, I'm going to do, and, you know, my favorite shopping. <laughs> ah, I'm going to shop. Look, I'm not going to shop. Um... Yeah, I'm going to put my stuff on a strict budget. So, because I know I got to get, I only have one week, y'all. So, one week, two weeks. Really, one week to be finished with everything before I have to drop to see it off. So, I'm going to put myself on a little budget because I'm sure in the process of dropping him, I'm going to be spending money. Yeah, you'll be shopping for him. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. When I feel that I already have everything in place, I'm sure there's going to come up with other things. But I'm just going to stop look today, see what I can see. What about yourself, Nerdy? What you going to do today? Uh, I'm gonna go shoot two scenes, and then I'm gonna go shoot two scenes for the web series, and then I'm gonna do some uh, do a photo shoot. I think a photo shoot. Well, no, not a photo shoot. I'm doing family pictures uh, for my best friend, and she needs some new ones. Uh, for her and her kids ah. So yeah uh, I got my background set up So I took my little setup over there Set them up, sit them down Spend about an hour or two over there And then be done with it But they're they gonna be late on in the, They gonna be late on in the evening They not Gotta get this when gotta, the sun go down. Yeah, I gotta get these two I gotta get these two uh, Scenes shot uh, Everybody finally Schedule actually kind of matched So now it's like okay here we are. Let's run out. Let's go get this done. And hopefully, you know, it, it would be nice to get things done in one take. But for some odd reason, I do be having them, like, do reshoots, like, three and four, four and five takes or whatever, just so I can get, like, some different views and different angles of it. So, hmm. that's what I'll be doing. I'm a little uh, a perfectionist. Like yeah, I'm a little perfectionist when I get to it. We would have never guessed it. Not at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Had no idea. You know, you know, I'm only a perfectionist because never mind, I'm not gonna say that. Somebody told me that that don't make sense. I was like, Yeah, it does. Mm. When you, they say when you born it when it when it when you are born in perfection, it makes you a perfectionist. And being born in perfection uh, refers to your parents being married while you were born or before you were conceived. Ah, it's a lot of people born into perfection. <laughs> That's why we got a lot of perfectionists out there. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. But, anywho, 
Uh, so with that being said, I am that guy, Nerdy G. I'm Lisa. I'm Issa. And until next time, we out this bitch.